Thanks for listening to this OCRFM podcast. Head to ocrfm.org.au to find more great content and information about how to donate and support this community radio station. Lollipop, lollipop, Good afternoon, delight, and welcome to the show that is sugary spiciness and everything niceness on OCRFM, which is 98.3 across Colac and District, 88.7 FM if you're around the coast, and streaming online at ocrfm.org.au. How's it going, Max? Pretty good. Yeah. Happy New Year. Yeah, you too. Uh, how's it treating you so far? Yeah, pretty good. Been up to much over the holidays? Uh Working on the race cars. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. How's that all going? Pretty good. Yep. Yeah. Uh, had any more races since? I've had a race at Portland. Mm hmm. I came first. Nice. <laughs> then Charlotte had a race at Premier in Warnable. Yep. But in, I think it was the second lap of the first heat. Yep. The clutch just gave up. <laughs> Carked it. Yeah. Not cool. So, Dad and I spent around about six hours, I think, replacing that. Trying to put it all back together. Yeah. All uh, back in race action now? Should be, yeah. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> um, got much more in the way of uh, racing between now and end of the holidays, or? Um, I've got a, I've got the state title at Nyora. On the 14th this month. That'll uh, keep you busy? Yeah. <laughs> Much you need to do before then, or? Um, don't think so. Yep. Yeah. Just make sure that, uh, well, if it's got a new clutch, it should be okay. Yeah. <laughs> Just give it the once-over, make sure everything's a-okay. Yeah. Um, now, this is our first show uh, for 2023. How did the whole Christmas, New Year's thing go for you? Yeah, it was good. Were you good enough for Santa to come? Yeah. <laughs> uh, anything fun to share on the show? Or? Uh, not really. Not really? Because the last time uh, listeners would have heard from you, you were in the studio for the Christmas Eve show. Yeah. Um, and then we've had two weeks off with the whole Christmas Day and New Year's yeah. Day thing, but uh, back better than ever. Yeah. And... Uh, so, yeah, the last time people heard from you, you wrapped up an item <laughs> in the studio, um, and I had to try and guess in 10 yes or no questions, and I failed dismally. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, we're back for another year of sweet treats, and uh, we best get on to our first one because it's very, very hot outside, and you may have noticed that I've got a little esky bag thing here, <laughs> so uh, let's find out what's new on the shelf. Radio. So uh, we have in the studio a new ice cream flavour. And <laughs> do you want to uh, have a squeeze and let us know what the uh, the flavours are? 
It's Chupa Chups. Yeah, Chupa Chup inspired or Chupa Chup flavoured ice creams. Yeah. So for decades, they've been confined to their lollipop form, but now they've taken the flavour of and turned them into icy poles. There is actually one that's an ice cream. Yeah. Um, these are the Chupa Chups mixed minis. Yeah. And so they've taken three particular flavours and turned them into ice creams. What what uh, flavours do we have in the box? There's strawberries and cream flavour, watermelon and cola. Mm, yeah. So the main chuppa chup flavours. Pretty much. I'd say they've probably polled it and gone, okay, there's the top three. Uh, let's see if we can replicate them as icy poles. Yeah. So, um... You've gone for the strawberries and cream flavour, which is, it should be, a, uh, an ice cream filled one. Yeah. I'm going to try the watermelon one, um, which, it's a water ice. I don't know yeah. why they don't call them Icy Poles. Maybe Icy Pole is a, a trademarked name, perhaps, <laughs> I'm not sure. But um, do you want to describe what you got there? It's like a pole thing. Mm hmm It's pink. Kind of looks a little bit like a savin batter, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's a rounded end on the icy pole. Yeah. Um, mine's a little bit more transparent than yours. Yeah. That'll be because yours, yours will have the solid ice cream centre. Yeah. And uh, yeah, not a huge fan of cola, so uh, <laughs> that one can stay on the box. But uh, have a nibble on it. Let me know what you think, because these come in a ten pack of mixed flavours. So you could kind of lucky dip it, I guess. Or if folks in your family have a particular flavour that they prefer. So how have they gone with the strawberries and cream flavour? It's pretty good. Yeah. Tasting like the lollipop or yeah. does it taste like strawberries and cream? The ice cream gives it the creaminess. Mm -hmm. And then the ice stuff on the outside yep. gives it a strawberry flavour. Yeah, I've just had a, a try of the watermelon one, and it is literally just like eating frozen watermelon. <laughs> it's really nice. I mean, I guess it's, a, in that regard, an easy-ish flavour to replicate, because watermelon is, <laughs> what, 90% water? Yeah. Um, but looking at the ingredients... Um, Yours will have the fresh cream and milk stuff in it. Uh, mine's just water and ice with uh, flavoured... It doesn't actually say anything about natural flavours, though that honestly tastes like pure watermelon. Yeah. How they gone with the strawberry, is it? You can sort of tell that it's strawberries and cream. Yep. But, yeah, it's... It could be a stronger flavour. Right, okay. I've, I have managed to uh, source... It does say watermelon juice <laughs> on the um, ingredients list here for, for mine, so maybe that's not too bad. Cola, it just says flavours. Yeah. And then for yours, it has, yeah, water, sugar, fresh milk, um, and that's where the flavouring comes from. Purple carrot juice. Ah, so that's how they've coloured it. Uh-huh. Right, okay, there you go. But um, we don't have the uh, the health tick of approval anywhere on the box. Your strawberries and cream one is 
240 kilojoules of energy as opposed to the um, the cola or the watermelon one, which is only 153. But that may mean that it's got a higher sugar content. <laughs> uh, thumbs up, thumbs down. What are you giving it? I reckon two thumbs up. It's perfect for the weather today. <laughs> Most definitely. Yeah, <laughs> this is quite refreshing. Yeah. And I can't actually think of any other icy poles or ice cream flavors out there that, that have gone down the like this. yeah that will that have gone down the watermelon yeah. Like when you think about how all uh, the, juicy it is. Yeah. Most of the other brands of like lemonade and all that. Mm. Or strawberry chocolate vanilla. Yeah. Whereas yeah, this is as I say quite refreshing. There's plenty of cola icy poles out there. Is there a watermelon flavour in the Zupa Dupas? Don't think so. Hmm. There you go. Um, yeah, no, definitely two thumbs up from me as well. Yeah. Um, we haven't tried the cola one, but we would assume that it tastes <laughs> like cola, yeah. considering that these two have pretty much hit the nail on the head. Although, as you said, strawberry one could possibly amp it up a little bit. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back to check out this week's topic. So don't go anywhere. <laughs> afternoon delight to take a look at this week's topic which is quality street now uh, max <laughs> what do you know about quality street it's like nothing, it's nothing like sesame street um there are a brand of tinned or boxed toffees chocolates that kind of sweets kind of, a little bit like cadbury roses in that regard um that have been around for uh, quite a while in 1890, John McIntosh and his wife opened up a shop in uh, West Yorkshire in England where they created a new kind of sweet by mixing hard toffee with runny caramel. So, at the time, space age. <laughs> so, the toffees were made from inexpensive local ingredients such as milk, sugar beets and eggs. And they were so successful that in 1898 they expanded the operation to build the world's first toffee factory. Pretty yeah. pretty ingenuitive. Um, it burned down in 1909. Oh. So John then bought an old carpet factory and converted it into a new facility. And then when he died, his son Harold inherited the business. And in 1936, he invented Quality Street. So the name of the product was inspired by a play by J.M. Barry. Do you know J.M. Barry? No. Author of uh, Peter Pan? I know Peter Pan, but I don't know the story. Yeah, so um, the Quality Street play itself is just a play in four different acts, and it's about two sisters who start a school for genteel children. So back in the uh, 1930s, only the wealthy could afford chocolates, and that was because they were made from quite exotic ingredients from around the world, and they often had very elaborate packaging. So it was too expensive for the layperson to be able to, uh, you know, purchase on their own. So Harold McIntosh set out to produce boxes and chocolates that could be sold at a reasonable price and therefore would be available to working class families. And his idea was to cover the different toffees with chocolate and put them in a low cost, but at the same time, attractive looking box. Yeah. Rather than having each piece separate in the box, like the milk trays and things like that, that would 
you know, put the price up because there's more packaging. He decided that he would wrap each of the toffees and chocolates in individually coloured paper or um, wax paper stuff and then put that in a decorative tin. And he introduced a new technology, which was the world's first twist wrapping machine. So there's a lot of firsts when it comes to the the Macintosh family. Um, So each chocolate would have its own distinctive wrapper then. By using a tin instead of a cardboard box, Macintosh ensured that the chocolate aroma would then burst out. Have you ever opened up a a tin of chocolates as opposed to a box of chocolates? And the the smell has just... uh, blown your nose off (laughs) so uh he was he was onto a good thing um so the different textures colors shapes and sizes of the tweets made opening the tin and consuming its contents quite noisy uh a vibrant experience that the whole family could enjoy (laughs) um by the late 1930s britain was still feeling the effects of the economic crash and mcintosh realized that in times of economic hardship and war people were starting to create uh to crave nostalgia so, Quality Street Chocolates, packaged in their bright colours, featuring two characters wearing Regency-era dress, so they were kind of uh, that, that Napoleonic look. Um, known affectionately as Miss Sweetly and Major Quality, inspired um, by the two characters from Jay and Barry's play, um, featured on all the Quality Street boxes until the year 2000. So, they were around for quite a while. The original models for the pair were Tony and Iris Coles, who were the children of Sydney Coles, who designed the advertising campaign um, that first appeared on the front of the newspaper uh, on the 2nd of May, 1936. So that's my birthday, but uh, <laughs> quite a few decades <laughs> before I was born. Um, back in 1988, the brand was acquired by Nestle when they bought out Roundtree Macintosh, and... In West Norway, Quality Street is called Shetland's Got, which uh, translates as Shetland Snoops or Shetland Sweets, because it's often bought home by fishermen when they're visiting the Shetland Islands. And in Iceland, they're traditionally just known as Macintoshes. So um, over the years, these sweets have changed and evolved. Uh, there are 15 different flavours in the tin traditionally, and um, they have different names so there is the purple one can you guess what color that's wrapped in purple hey you're onto it so that is a milk chocolate filled with hazelnut and caramel the green triangle it's a very inventive name Hmm. it's a milk chocolate filled with hazelnut praline the toffee finger that one you kind of got to guess but uh, it's in a gold wrapper but it's a stick shape Yep. Strawberry Delight. What colour do you think they'd probably wrap that in? Pink, maybe? It's a it's a red one, that one. Oh, it's yeah. a red circle. Caramel Swirl. Orange. Yellow. But yeah, on the right track. Uh, the Milk Chock Block. That's a green wrapper, but that's not the green triangle. <laughs> uh, orange Chocolate Crunch. Blue? No, that's an orange wrapper. <laughs> but it's an octagonal um, shaped chocolate. So, again, quite unique. The orange cream, again, that's another one in an orange wrapper. Uh, fudge. That one's just oh. random. It's pink. Yeah. <laughs> Coconut Eclair. Um, would that one be blue? Yeah, that is blue. <laughs> and the Toffee Penny. So, that is uh, a gold wrapper, mm. and it's shaped like a penny. <laughs> over the year, um, the over the years, they've had different flavours, like the Lemon Zing, uh, matchmakers and 
intrigue truffles. The hardest one for them to replicate is the toffee penny, because unlike uh, all the other ones, the cellophane wrapper would stick to the toffee over time. So William T. Robson, a packaging manufacturer, uh, came up with the idea of having foil-backed paper instead. And that's why it doesn't stick anymore. Mm. <laughs> Clever. Lots and lots of discontinued ones over the years. There's a, a huge list, which uh, I'm not going to read out on the show, but if you check out their page, you'll uh, see the list there. Uh, but that is the basic history of quality streets. You don't often see them uh, throughout the rest of the year. They're, they're kind of that end-of-year gift Christmas time sort of thing. Um, I first came across them when I started teaching because <laughs> I would get uh, kids giving gifts at the end of the year and they'd go, hey, let's get Mr. Graham a box of Quality Street. <laughs> and about half a dozen kids would all do the same thing. <laughs> so I've got used to uh, all the different flavours uh, in the Quality Street over the years. But um, we're going to uh, trial run a few of them after the break as we uh, pit them against each other. So you're listening to Afternoon Delight. If you've got a favourite quality street, let us know. 0439 329 713. Or you can jump on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page. Ladies and gentlemen, strap yourselves in for this week's great confectionery debate as we pit two similar lollies against each other to decide an overall champion. It is time for us to pit the uh, Quality Streets head-to-head, although because there's so many of them, <laughs> we're going to take turns. Um, <laughs> because if we were sitting here eating this many chocolates, we would be sick. Yeah. Now, uh, due to the fact that the weather outside is frightful, <laughs> um, some of these are a little bit softer. Like, they yeah. weren't in the car for all that long, but the chocolate has melted. Yeah. Uh, you can feel from the outside <laughs> on uh, on some of these. So we just—it's—it's it's more a taste test than yeah. a, a full-on head-to-head. Um, but we'll we'll go around the uh, the outside of the Quality Street tub. So this one's in a plastic box. I'm not sure if you can hear. Yeah. So um, traditionally, chocolate boxes would be recycled um, for various uses. Lots of uh, uh, women would use them for sewing. Yeah. Containers uh, and same thing with old biscuit boxes. I'm not sure whether the um, Quality Street, like, because this is a long lasting plastic, that said, the slightest drop, and I've already got a chip in it. So mm-hmm. uh, bring, bring back the tins. Anyway, <laughs> uh, what are you going with first there, Max? Ah, uh, the green one. The green I one. Yep, is. so this is a milk chocolate block. Yeah. Um, and so I'll go with the other green one, which is the green triangle, Hmm. as we said, so inventively named. (laughs) Um, But, uh, yeah, yours should be just like a a solid chocolate piece. Yep. It's got a indentation on the top. Yep. Of like a X or a star or something. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a, um, maybe a holly. Oh, no, because they're not... um, the leaves aren't I don't know what that it's yeah elliptical sure. <laughs> four kind of obloid shapes yeah I've got the uh, the green triangle which is absolutely melting in my fingers yeah um, and it's got like a propeller similar sort of design <laughs> not sure if that's a quality street thing yeah but um, 
have a have a go on that one. Let us know what you think of the uh, the solid chocolate. And mine is a hazelnut praline milk chocolate on the outside, but it is so melted you can't tell what's praline <laughs> and um, what's chocolate. It's very soft. Mm. The I I've got well, hazelnut overtones, but mm. because it's so melted together. I can just taste... It's very chocolatey. It sort of tastes like Nutella, this one. Mmm. Similar sort of deal, yeah, yeah, with mine. And I think it's just because it is so soft. Yeah. It's tricking my brain. But, um, yeah, not too badly. But yep. that, that kind of sets the tone for the style of chocolate that you've got. Yeah. Uh, next up you've got... The purple... <laughs> that is literally the, called yeah. the purple one. Um, so... That is hazelnut and caramel. Um, I've got the blue one. So the blue one is the coconut eclair. This one's sort of weird shaped. Weird shaped? Kind of looks like a walnut. Yeah, and it's got the bumps and grooves on the side. Yeah, I wonder if it's to look like an actual hazelnut. That yeah. hasn't been cracked, perhaps. My uh, coconut eclair is rectangular with a lot of bumps along the top. I'm predicting this is going to taste like a bounty. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's very chewy. Only a thin layer of chocolate on the outside. How's yours going? There's a smooth caramel mm-hmm. in the middle. And then there's a couple nuts. Is it actual hazelnut pieces or yeah. flavouring? Hazelnut pieces, little chunks. Mm. This one's very chewy. And again, the chocolate overrides the actual um, flavour of the coconut. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got the consistency of a cherry ripe. Like, you know how they have the the coconut in that? It's oh, that yeah. real chewy... Yeah. Um, kind of wet coconut taste, um, yeah. but very, very subtle coconut. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's... Like Bounty, you can definitely taste the coconut in it. Yeah. This is just a, a chewy coconut piece. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, what's next on your agenda? Um, I think it was a toffee. Yes, one. you've got the toffee finger. Yeah. And I've got the toffee penny. So, (laughs) um, mine is round and flat, even though the foil line centre is meant to stop it sticking to the cellophane. The the toffee itself is sticking to itself. (laughs) This is going to be so cheery. So, mine is a flat dollop of toffee. Yep. And yours is a, what? Toffee stick covered in chocolate. Mm Mm-hmm. This is nice. It doesn't have any chocolate on it, so you can just taste the 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 toffiness. Yeah, it's um got a caramelly consistency, mm-hmm. like a, a chewy caramel. It's very nice. Yeah. How's the toffee finger? It's the toffee gives it the chewiness, mm-hmm. and then the chocolate just melts away. Is it a solid? toffee or a like a it's soft 
soft, yeah. But it gets really chewy. Yeah, that's exactly the same as the the toffee penny, uh, which, as I said, is shaped like uh, a coin. But it is, uh, yeah, quite soft and gooey, and it could just be the temperature. Mm -hmm. I've never had quality streets in any other temperature. (laughs) It's always around the (laughs) December-January time, so they're always quite warm. Uh, I've got a couple to go. How about yourself? I've got the strawberry one. Strawberry one, so that is the red wrapper. Um, I've got the orange one, which is in the orange wrapper. Uh, So it's, they're both round. Yep. Yours is in the cellophane wrap. Mine's just in a f- an orange foil. Why? So I doesn't. I don't know if that means that mine's a like a cream filled one or. This one looks like a dark chocolate. Yeah, it does actually. And uh, I was going to say have they replicated the strawberry with the indentations, but they haven't quite. It's not strawberry shaped. It's got the bumps on the top. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my orange one's got like a bow. Like a gift wrapping bow. Oh, um, That's been imprinted on the top. Yep. And. Well, it's white in the middle. That was unexpected. <laughs> <laughs> Mine looks to be chocolate all the way through, but it's a very strong orange taste. This is a very strong taste, but I wouldn't <laughs> call, really it strawberry? call it strawberry. Yeah. The orange one, it's kind of like the orange oil. Yeah. It's a really, really. Um, strong flavour and quite aromatic to the point that I can actually smell it. And <laughs> for regular listeners of the show, uh, they would know that I have no sense of smell. So that is quite powerful. Yeah. That's that's a really intense flavour. Yeah. And it permeates all the way through the chocolate. Yeah. Mm. So strawberry, not, not, so, not so crash hot. It's not a strawberry flavour. Yeah. I don't think. But just a very strong, whatever the centre. Yeah, it is good. <laughs> yep, it's got a good texture. Mm-hmm. But yeah, wouldn't call it strawberry. <laughs> um, okie dokie. What have we got? Any left? I don't have any left. No. Do you want one more? Sure. <laughs> so you've got the the pink one there, which must mean there must be one more. Uh, so the pink wrapper is the fudge. I've lost track of. <laughs> there must be one more. That we haven't had. We've done the purple one, green triangle, toffee finger, strawberry delight, toffee penny, chocolate clear, fudge. Fudge is the last one. So have the fudge, let us know uh, what it's like. It's like a rough texture. Mm hmm. Oh, there's two orange, one's octagonal. Ah! So I had the orange chocolate crunch, which was why it was fully chocolate, and then the orange cream is separate. There we go. Um, sorry. (laughs) How's the fudge? (laughs) It... I don't know what it tastes like. Mm Mmm. But it has like a powdery texture. Oh, okay. That's different. It's still sticky. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. It's good. I know I said we weren't going to rate them, but how (laughs) would you uh, (laughs) rank those different flavours that you've just had? Um... I reckon the toffee first, mm-hmm. then probably the strawberry. Yep. Then the um, caramel hazelnut one. Yep. I think it was. Then probably that one. The fudge. Yeah. And the the green one. I can't remember what it was. Which was just the the um, plain 
chocolate. Yeah. Yeah, mine, I'm probably going the orange chocolate crunch. It was quite nice, real yep. intense flavour. Then I'll probably go the toffee penny, uh, the green triangle, and the coconut one was last for me, just because yeah. it vanished away to no flavour at all. But uh, let us know if you've got a favourite quality street flavour, and uh, we'll post that up on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page. We'll be back after this with our sweetest tune, so stick around. now on Afternoon Delight for our sweetest tune and we're stretching the bow quite long <laughs> this week. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's lots of songs out there about streets, the sunny side of the street, down city streets, down the streets of your town, Sesame yeah. Street as I said earlier. <laughs> but uh, what have you chosen for us this week, Max? Backstreet Boys. Backstreet Boys. The uh, the hit band of the, uh, the 90s. Yeah. Well, you weren't even around then. Yeah. But uh, they've obviously made their mark. <laughs> uh, so which particular Backstreet Boys tune have you selected? I want it that way. Mm, any particular reason? Not really. It's Not the really? only one I know. But, yeah. <laughs> of, of their tunes? Yeah. So it only just snuck into the, uh, the, the 90s. It was released in 1999. Yeah. Came from their third studio album called Millennium. And it was written by Max Martin and Andreas Carlson. Um, one of their big hits, as with a lot of their stuff. Um, I Want It That Way was placed in the 500 Greatest Songs of All Time by Rolling Stone. And it came off the back of their first two albums, released in 1996 and 1997. So uh, it's one of those ones that, when you're in a group, if someone starts singing it, <laughs> everyone else follows. Uh, so this is The Backstreet Boys. My fire Cause I want it that way Boy bands from the 90s. <laughs> there just weren't enough of them. <laughs> that was the Backstreet Boys, uh, yeah. because we're doing Quality Street this week with I Want It That Way. And I guess you could uh, say the same thing about the Quality Street chocolates. Yeah. You can pick your favourite and go with the one that you want. You want that one, that one... Anyway, it's time now for a recipe. Say hey, good looking. What you got cooking? How's about cooking something up with me? Radio Max, what is the recipe this week? Chocolate box cookie bars. So this is basically if you've got any leftover chocolates after Christmas, because chocolates are the, the the gift to be given at any time of year, but if you happen to have any leftover chocolates, you can turn them into biscuits. Yep. Uh, what do we need? 275 grams of plain flour, one teaspoon of bicarbonate of soda, half a teaspoon of sea salt, one tablespoon of corn flour, 115 grams of unsalted butter, 55 grams of granulated sugar, 135 grams of light brown sugar, one medium egg, one teaspoon of vanilla extract, 100 grams of milk chocolate chips, 
and 300 to 400 grams of chocolate box. So whatever chocolates you have lying around, basically. Yeah. How do you put it all together? Preheat your oven to 190 degrees Celsius fan and line a 9 by 9 inch square tin with parchment paper and leave to the side for now. Whisk and mix the plain flour, bicarbonate soda, salt and corn flour together so it's evenly distributed and leave to the side. In a large bowl, melt the butter, add the, in the two sugars and whisk for about two minutes so the sugars start to dissolve and the mixture is smooth. Add in the egg and the vanilla and whisk again briefly until smooth. Add in the dry ingredients and the chocolate chips and mix with a spatula until thick cookie dough is formed. Finally, add the chocolates Fold the, through the mixture as best as you can. Press the mixture into the bottom of the tin and bake the tray bake in the oven for 18 to 22 minutes until the top of the cookie bake looks dry. Leave the cookie to bake to cool for about 10 minutes, then leave to cool fully on a wire rack. Cut the cookie into 4x4 decent size or 5x5 for smaller ones. Depending how much you want to share, basically. (laughs) Yeah. Now, you can uh, chop up the chocolates or you can put them in a hole, depending on uh, how greedy you feel. Yeah. So uh, we'll stick that up on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page if you'd like to have a go at reusing or using up those uh, end of Christmas, end of New Year's chocolates. And, uh, yeah, that's a pretty simple recipe to to do that. Uh, We're going to take a quick break here on Afternoon Delight, and we will be back with a bit of a challenge. Now, uh, we didn't have a Christmas Day show because, uh, well, you know, some people like to spend Christmas Day with their families. Uh, So we've got some odd-flavoured candy canes that I'm going to uh, see if you can work out the flavours, Max. Are you up for the challenge? Sure. Okie dokie. We'll be back with that. Okay, you're listening to Afternoon Delight, and it's time for us to play a game that uh, it's pretty simple. I'm going to hand over a candy cane to Max, and he has to try and guess the flavour. Yeah. There's four different ones uh, in total. Yeah. And I'm going to try and go with what I would consider the easiest flavour first, <laughs> and we'll get a little bit harder after that. So... Um, We're also streaming this bit live on our Facebook page, so if you head to the Afternoon Delight Facebook page, um, you'll be able to check out, uh, and you'll actually be able to see what the flavour is before Max has to guess it. So uh, the first one I'm passing over to Max, Um, there we go, so it's kind of got a a light pink, um, where you would traditionally have a red and white um, candy cane. This is like a light pink. Yeah. yeah. Have you got any predictions on the outset? Not from looks, no. Not from looks? I don't know if the sniff test works with uh, candy canes. 
smells like something, but I don't know what. <laughs> smells like something, but you don't quite know what. Okay. Yeah. Well, the folks on Facebook have uh, been able to see the packaging for this one, so they know what flavour it is. Um, have a <laughs> have a taste. I'm going to do the exact same thing, so I'll just make sure that so people can see that I am actually tasting this as well. And whether or not they have nailed that flavour that is on the particular box that we've chosen from first. Oh, that is an odd flavour. Doesn't taste like it should be in a candy cane. Oh, do you know what? (laughs) No, definitely. So that's the other thing. These particular flavours, they're all very strange. And they've they've nailed a flavour. I... I, I would actually call this a different flavour that's very similar to what they packaged it as. Um, well, what's your thoughts as you're sucking on that one? I don't like it. No, it's it's, <laughs> it's not all that tasty. No. Not something I'd probably go to and from. Um, are you thinking sweet, savoury, something different? It's different. Mm-hmm. Any clues at all? Like, does it remind you of anything or a particular flavour? Maybe a type of meat. But it is a meat flavour, yes. Um, <laughs> is there any particular type of meat that you're leaning towards? Not really. That's 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 possibly good. I will let you know <laughs> that I wouldn't really know what type of meat this is. No, I don't know. Do you want to have a stab in the dark as to uh, what, what strange meaty flavour <laughs> that candy cane is? If it's to do with Christmas, then I would say maybe turkey. A good guess, but um, I'll let you know that none of these are Christmas flavoured. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, uh, unfortunately, oh. it is not a, uh, a turkey flavour. I would say they've actually made more a Spam flavour. Oh, yeah. But the actual flavour in the box is... Hot dog. Hot dog. <laughs> Um, I, honestly, does that not taste like Spam to you? It sort of does, now that I've said that. But that said, it's such a, an odd flavour at the best of times to yeah. try and... I thought that was going to be easy. I thought they were going to go with the, um, the whole, uh, you know, sauce and mustard sort of yeah. thing. But no, they did not. They just went for the, the hot dog. Yeah, exactly. Just the actual hot dog flavour itself. Okay, so uh, unfortunately, that's that's none from one so far. Now I'll let the uh, the listeners at home have a look on the Facebook page for this next one. So it's a yellow and white one, and folks at home can see the flavour of this particular. Um, <laughs> what have we got this time, Max? Do you think? It's like buttery. Right. So I reckon it might be buttered popcorn, but <laughs> I'm not sure. Do you know what? I'm going to give that to you. Oh, sorry. Because <laughs> it's not, it's not popcorn. It is just butter. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's no popcorn whatsoever to that flavour. Yeah, it is. It is just butter, butter-flavoured candy cane. Um... Again, why someone would want any of these flavours, I'm not sure. But that's, uh, yeah, that's one out of two. What what gave it away? As soon as I tasted it, it just tasted like butter. 
Yeah, it's very creamy. Yeah. And buttery. Okay, two to go. Now, <laughs> this... Again, they're probably both savoury. No, neither of the, the two options that are coming left are uh, sweet options. But do you want green or do you want red? Doesn't really matter. Um, we got to get both of them. Green. Go green? Okay. So, here's the light green one coming across the desk. And for those who are on the Facebook page, I'll let them see what flavour these candy canes are. So, Max is going to try... The green one. So it's a light green. Not sure if that helps. This sort of tastes like the worst tasting <laughs> out of both of them so far. Okay. You did snap off quite a large chunk of it. <laughs> oh, man, that actually tastes exactly like it's advertised on the box. What? So what are you thinking? I'm not sure. Okay, so it's it's less a, a an item that you would eat on its own. It is it's a flavouring that's added to things. One item in particular sort of tastes like sour cream and chives, the <laughs> Smith's chips. Would you like to know why? <laughs> That is indeed sour cream and onion <laughs> flavoured candy cane. Okay. How incredible is that? It does taste like it. It, it tastes exactly like it. And like, I, I'm so used to sour cream and chives being the, uh, like, the, the, the little flecks. Yeah. Whereas that's throughout the entire candy cane. Yeah. And it tastes like the chip. Too. Yeah, exactly. Okay, there is one to go, and I'll let you have this one on a kind of a, a a wide berth. So you don't have to get the exact flavor because I think it's too niche. Yeah. But if you can narrow it down to what style, Whoa. okay? Do you want to describe what you got in your hand there? It's basically completely red. <laughs> so it's a dark red and a light red. And again, for those on Facebook. Uh, they can have a look at what the flavour is. We're streaming that one live. So let's see if you can narrow down... Like, if you've got, a, again, a prediction before you... Considering it is red, red, and more red. I'm thinking chilli, but... Yeah. I hope it's not. Okay. <laughs> What's the first flavour you've got as it goes in your mouth? I've tasted it before. Mm-hmm. Again, they've actually nailed the flavour with this one. I don't want to uh, say too much to influence you. Maybe like a cinnamon? No, it's not a cinnamon. But I see where you're going from there. So before we asked, um, you know, what kind of food group do you think it falls into? I don't know. Yeah, I can see why you'd go with cinnamon, but... Again, they've, they've nailed this, but uh, it's definitely not cinnamon. It tastes like a chai latte. Well, yes, actually. I can I can see where you're coming from with that one as well, because it does have kind of a, a fruity, aromatic aftertaste, kind of very spice-laden, yeah. but that's not actually 
um, the the flavour. In fact, it's not in the ballpark at all. But I know I know where you're coming from when you say chai latte, because I've never thought that this thing tastes <laughs> like a chai latte. But I guess it could. I don't know what it would be. I was honestly expecting it to taste meatier. So this is another meat flavoured one. Can you think which type of meat? <laughs> basically, I don't know what meat would taste like this. Yeah, this is cooked meat in a very specific way. So this is beef brisket. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of got that crispy, um, like the crispy taste to it. Yeah. And that's that's where you're getting that kind of. Uh, I'm not sure whether it's a herb or a spice flavour now that uh, you put chai tea in my... I would, I would actually say that it tastes more like chai tea than beef brisket now. Yeah. But the first the first um, lick of the the candy cane, it was definitely beef brisket because I knew in my head that's what it was meant to be. Yeah. But now all I can taste is chai tea. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, two out of four, not too bad. Out of those three horrendous flavours um, and one not so bad... Uh, how are you ranking them? This one first. Yeah. Um, then probably the butter. Then the chive, the um, sour cream and onion. Yep. Then the hot dog. There we go. Yeah. Well, that wraps up the show for today. Well done, Max. Um, two, two out of four. And, uh, we, we should give the, um, the Facebook folks the, uh, the full gleam of the four packs there but yeah the beef brisket that is the strangest flavor because it definitely tasted exactly like it um it said on the pack until you put the idea in my head of chai tea that's that's our show today um thank you very much for tuning in we'll be back next week from three to do it all again and if you've got any suggestions for sweet treats you'd like us to uh investigate further feel free to hit us up on the facebook page or you can email lolly at acrfm.org.au catch you later say yeah bye till the middle of a cold dark night when everything's a little clear in the light of day then you know the night is always gonna be there anyway Sticks and stones together makes the sparks ignite And the thought of love on you is getting so exciting Sky rockets in flight Afternoon delight